0: of a unique time on earth. Israel would be returned to her land, the church would turn to false doctrines, technology would increase, and wickedness and immorality would run rampant. The time spoken of so long ago has come. Join Charlie Garrett as he breaks down these events for us as they unfold each week. Sunday, to June, it's a new month. It's a hot new month already. You guys should have been at mission work with us yesterday. I got to tell you what, it was really, really hot out there. Anyway, to Jim, time for the proxy update of the week. And uh, let's see, we have a couple of visitors here from Minneapolis, Minnesota, Jeff and Barb Johnson. And they came down here, they were here for the Thursday night Bible class, and then on Friday I had a real honor and pleasure to spend the whole day with them almost, and uh, put me way behind, I want you to know, so shame <laughs> on you. No, not really, but we, uh, uh, we went out and had some lunch on the bay, and then we went down to Spanish Point, my favorite place in Sarasota, and I walked them around there, and it was really hot there too, but they seemed to endure, they made it through the whole thing, so uh, did you enjoy it? Thank very much. Good. All right. Praise the Lord. I'm so glad you guys had a good time. And uh, I, they went to the Rays game on uh, Friday night. And then they did something with a friend that lives down here yesterday. And now they're at church. And they'll have to leave early. So as I tell most people when you leave, and I didn't tell you before we start, so I will have to tell you now, if you leave while we're talking, either now or during the sermon, you want to stand up and say, I can't take any more of it, and just walk out. So, all right. Anyway, there you go. So welcome to you guys. It's a real honor and a pleasure to, to have shared some time with you. And uh, I, my, the web guy, my friend Mike, said, uh, we post our audio for free to iTunes, But there is now rumor that Apple may kill iTunes. They may not be doing this anymore. Uh, When it will be turned off, we don't know. However, one can still download the audio from our website. And he says, if iTunes is turned off, we will post a link to our audio storage server so that you can download the audio directly even after iTunes is turned off by Apple. So that's something we want to make sure that if you hear iTunes is leaving, don't panic. Uh, for now, this is just a rumor, and he says all of the audio is free, including Burke's study on Abraham, which is a guy filled in for me on the Bible study a couple weeks ago, and he did a study on Abraham, and Mike seems to think he had a charge for it. It was so good. So a little pat on the back to Burke there. But anyway... Uh, then I also have a bandana on from John and Kathy Saletti this week, and they sent me a few bandanas, so I got about a month of <laughs> bandana joy coming from them, but I want to thank them very much for having sent that. And then our first category, as always, is Israel. And let's see here. You know, I want to talk about the elections. Just, I'm not going to say a whole lot about it. If you followed it, great. If you didn't follow it, no big deal. Uh, they're just going to have to go and have new elections in September. But um, Bibi and Lieberman, the reason why this didn't work, and a lot of people just don't understand what happened, you've got uh, Netanyahu and Lieberman, and they clashed over Lieberman's demand, which was to subject the ultra-Orthodox religious males to the military draft. That's what they intended to do, and it is already compulsory for most Jewish males. The Arabs can volunteer for the army. They are not required to be in there. Same thing with the Druze and etc., but the uh, Jewish males, it's compulsory for almost all of them. And without Lieberman's five Knesset votes, Netanyahu had no majority in the 120-seat Knesset, and so they disbanded. And so we're going to have to go through these elections once again in September. But what's really important about this particular issue, which people don't understand, is that Trump had a peace plan that was going to be submitted about now. And that is probably, if it is submitted at all, will have no weight at all without any government, you know, to work with these things. And so what we see in this, and it's as evident as the nose on your face. I know I've got one right here and most of you do, too, is that um, God is behind this. God is in control of the timing of events when it comes to all things, but he is watching out for Israel. It is not time for the Antichrist to be revealed and all of these things that people are always speculating on. The rapture will be next week. The rapture will be happening because the prime minister of uh, England's stepping down. The rapture's going to happen because there's a bunny rabbit in my backyard that's bouncing around, and I know that's a sign of the rapture. People speculate on things all the time. And the Lord is in control of these things. We don't need to speculate on when the rapture is. We just need to watch Israel. We need to watch the events in the world all around as they're unfolding. We need to not worry about or be anxious about any of these things. God is in control, and he is determined when things will come about. But the book is written, and they, in fact, will come about. So just be aware that uh, there's no real big deal with this, that... uh, uh, Netanyahu may or may not win the next election, and whoever does, it'll be one more step towards the final end times. All we have to do is just be keep our eyes open and be patient about this. So our first article is from the Times of Israel. First, you know, I always bring this up. When Israel does something wrong, I make sure that you know that they have done something wrong, because as much as I support Israel, I'm not one of these people that's in bed next to the Israelis saying, well, they're doing everything right and I support them because they're right. They're not. They're not right with the Lord. They have not called on Jesus Christ as Lord. And we're going to see that in a couple of articles today. Uh, the Christian news section is going to be comprised solely of that. And I'll tell you about that in a couple minutes. But here we go. I, what what I think of when I uh, have these articles, it always comes to mind. is Ezekiel 36:22. Yet not for your sake, O house of Israel, am I going to do these things, but for my holy namesake which you have profaned among the nations and here we go from the times of israel first openly gay orthodox rabbi ordained in jerusalem so a gay rabbinical student denied ordination by now listen this: a liberal seminary in new york they wouldn't ordain the guy but he was welcomed into the rabbinate in jerusalem breaking a long-standing taboo against homosexuality in the orthodox community Daniel Landes, a prominent American-Israeli rabbi, granted semicha, which is Hebrew for ordination, to Daniel Atwood, alongside a mixed group of men and women at the Jerusalem Theater. Atwood was informed earlier this year that he would not be ordained after completing his studies at New York's Yeshivat Chovevei Torah, despite the school having previously said it would ordain him. And so there you go. This shows you why Israel isn't right with the Lord. They're not in right standing. I support Israel just as I support President Trump because the Lord has placed them where they are for his purposes. And you know what? I did not like our previous president, but I supported him when it came to his policies in governing this nation because I'm a member of this nation. It doesn't mean I liked what he did, but I'm not going to go, you know, some people say, well, we need to take this guy out or we need to do this or we need to do that. There are bounds which we need to live in, okay? As far as Israel, I support them because the Lord has them where they are. And one thing I'll say about that is if you have not been watching the Numbers sermons, then you may not realize it. But everything that has happened to Israel since the coming of Christ and their rejection of Christ and everything that has happened to them all the way along the path has been revealed in these Number sermons. It's a panorama of their history, including today's sermon, which is entitled filling wineskins rather amazing pictures are to be found in uh what's going on there in israel today in our lifetime with what that particular sermon will be detailing so if you haven't been following those sermons shame on you okay from the times of israel jerusalem chief rabbi urges mayor not to put up lgbt flags that mar the city well why would they worry about that when they've just ordained a homosexual to the rabbinate doesn't make any sense Anyway, Israel Hayom, U.S. lawmaker urges cooperation with Israel, Cyprus, to head off Russian influence over energy reserves. The U.S. wants to work with Cyprus and ally Israel to buttress peace in the eastern Mediterranean and to head off Russian influence over the region's energy reserves. Elliot Engel, he's a Democrat up there in uh, the House of Foreign Affairs Committee, he said the U.S. is looking for friendly nations in the region that share core democratic values in light of what he calls Russia's malevolent machinations. Despite being a Democrat, I agree with him entirely on this. I'm excited, he says, about the prospect of our ally Israel working with Cyprus. I think we have an opportunity for peace and cooperation as never before. The energy rights that Cyprus has are exciting. It's a new threshold. I think that Mr. Putin and Russia can't and should not be able to control the situation. Energy companies including ExxonMobil, France's Total and Italy's Eni are licensed to carry out exploratory drilling in waters where Cyprus has exclusive economic rights. ExxonMobil and Ani have announced the discovery of a sizable gas field in areas where each is drilling. Offshore hydrocarbon discoveries have enabled Cyprus and Israel to forge closer ties in recent years. But here it is. Turkey, which doesn't recognize Cyprus as a state and objects to its gas search, has dispatched a drill ship to start drilling off the island nation in an area Ankara contends falls within its continental shelf. Well, who is Turkey aligned with and aligning with more every single day? Yes, they're a part of NATO still, but they are moving towards Russia very quickly. All of these things are coming about right before our eyes, and they all point to what is coming From Ezekiel 36 through 39, particularly the Battle of Gog Magog in Ezekiel 38. We're seeing these things unfold right before our eyes, and this is what is coming about in the world today. From the Times of Israel, Italy, Croatia, Greece, and Cyprus offer to send firefighting planes to Israel. They have had such a difficult time in Israel with this heat. I just talked to my friend Sergio a couple minutes ago. He was up at Cana with somebody that's visiting them, and they went to uh, the Sea of Galilee, and now they're back home in Nazareth. And he says, it is so hot here. It's been up in the 115s and higher for the past several days, and they've had a lot of fires over the past week and a half. So Italy, Croatia, Greece, and Cyprus have all sent help to Israel. From the Times of Israel, Netanyahu thanks Egypt. Egypt for sending firefighting helicopters says the Palestinian authority offered aid. Now I don't know what the Palestinian authority can offer aid for in firefighting, especially when they're the ones that are sending balloons from the uh, Gaza Strip into Israel to burn up the uh, Israeli land, but he at least <laughs> noted them and they they had at least offered aid but Egypt actually sent in some firefighting helicopters Prime Minister Netanyahu thanked Egypt for sending two helicopters to uh, back Israel's firefighting efforts and said the fakest Authority and Russia were among those that offered to help Israel battle a spate of wildfires that forced thousands from their homes a day earlier The Prime Minister also said he was considering expanding Israel's squadron of firefighting planes as neighboring countries dispatched backup aircraft to Israel a day after the blazes devastated towns and forests. So it's been going on, they've got it under control, and it's just going to spark up again if this heat continues. It's very, very hot over there right now. Uh, Let's see here from the Times of Israel, Skullcap, this is something you may or may not have heard about, but it's something that is actually more important than you might Think on the surface. Skullcap wearing Jews, unsafe in parts of Germany, anti-Semitism czar says. Okay, got the whole world in an uproar over this. He says it's not safe for you to wear your skullcaps. From the Algemainer, Israeli president issues defiant statement after German anti-Semitism commissioner tells Jews not to wear kaput in public. We will never submit. Okay, why do I think this is important? I'll tell you in just a minute. Why not? Israeli ambassador to Germany, Concealing Jewishness isn't solution for anti-Semitism. And then from Ynet again, anti-Semitism commissioner reverses position after outrage over his claim that Jews cannot show their faith in public in certain areas, says state must ensure that free exercise of religion is possible for all. The last statement is basically what is on my mind from the moment this started. Most people say, who care if the Jews can wear their skull caps or not? This is because the Muslims have been brought into that nation in a giant way. They are now threatening the Jews every step they take. If they win in this little battle of a small percentage of the population, which are Jewish, and they say, okay, these Jews aren't going to wear their skull caps anymore, the next attack will be against any Christian that has a cross on their neck or any Christian that is carrying a Bible. They are trying to silence everybody else, and if we allow this with the Jews, it extends to everybody else, one religion at a time. It cannot be allowed. Enough, ne- what? enough is never en- enough. Enough is never enough. That is exactly right. Yes, ma'am, can we help you? That's my mother showing up uh what 45 minutes late. Good job there, Miss Garrett. We love you. All of us love you. All right, so let's hear. Here's something interesting is from the Jerusalem Post. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis unveils huge Israel trade delegation good job they went over there more than 90 they're over there in the heat though They're probably wishing they were back here in Florida where it's only 95 and 100 percent humidity But anyway more than 90 delegation members from Governor DeSantis as he led a business development mission to Israel his first international trip since taking office in January he chose his first international trip to be to Israel. Elected officials, state workers, businessmen, senior academics, and religious leaders participated in the six-day trip with DeSantis, who has repeatedly promised to be the most pro-Israel governor in America. I like the choice we've made. There's a couple things he has not done that he said he would do. We've sent some emails up to him to get him straight on that, but other than that, I'd like to make a note that Florida, does anybody know what Florida's standing is in relation with Israel? We, Florida alone, is Israel's 13th largest trading partner. This little state, 13th largest trading partner. And we've got a governor that wants to increase that to number one trading partner. I hope it happens. So um, anyway, while he was over there, some people tried to sue him to not be able to speak at the U.S. Embassy. And the reason why is because when you're in an embassy, it's a controlled environment. Media aren't allowed in. And they said, well, we have freedom of the press. And the judge came down and said, disapproved. And the reason why, it was so funny, is because we can't serve them with a subpoena. So do what you want. There you go. Christian News Today. From this is from Voitenko News Service. You're not going to hear this anywhere else in the world because this is from Voitenko News Service, who is Sergio and Rhoda Voitenko, who live in Israel or members of the Superior Word, and they're probably right now online monitoring to make sure everything. If you're here, hi guys. Anyway, from Voitenko News Service, I canceled all of my um, Christian news articles, and I put this in because he emailed this to me just in the past uh, 24 hours and it's rather interesting it deals with Israel but it also deals very strongly with what's happening in Israel in regards to Christianity, or as they would say over there, uh, messianic Christianity. All right, this week, Rhoda and I went to a concert of new Hebrew worship songs called Tehilot Yisrael, formerly known as Praise to Our God. If you attend online at the Superior Word, you often hear these songs played when we're in a break, because during the... Uh, Prophecy Update in the sermon, we have music playing, which is copyright free, and it's usually their music, and it's really good music. It comes onto my YouTube mix throughout the day all the time. It is held in the heart of Jerusalem, and it is organized by the Messianic Jewish Alliance of Israel. And This year's concert was repeated for multiple days due to the growing demand. They used to have it once a year, and now they have it for multiple days because more and more people are coming to Christ in Israel. The concert hall was full, and the new worship songs were heart-filling with joy and praise. But this year's concert did not come without a hurdle. So we just came out of the Messianic worship concert. We're getting a really warm welcome from the Orthodox friends. To protest the growing Messianic population in Israel, the ultra-Orthodox gathered by the entrance of the private concert hall with violent protests. The ultra-Orthodox, also called Haredim, used whistles to make noise, they blocked the entrance to the main lobby of the concert hall, they tried choking some of the people who tried to push through, and at some point they released pepper gas unto the Messianic believers. The protest got so severe that the intervention of the special police units was necessary. However, their attempts at stopping the concert were futile. Concert's administration opened the back doors to the buildings and led crowds through the underground parking lot away from the protesters. Despite starting a few minutes late, the attendees had a marvelous time worshiping the Lord Jesus in Hebrew. Wonderful stuff there. In the heart of... Of Jerusalem. Now, this hasn't happened, figure that, in 2,000 years, other than the Christians that have lived there. I'm talking about Jewish believers, haven't really had any presence like this in over 2,000 years. And while the ultra Orthodox Haradim were wishing death upon us, the worship pastor led the entire hall in prayer for their salvation. The concert also served as a production set to record the new Tehillot Yisrael album, which is expected to be released this year at www.mjai.co.il website. And I'll try to put that on the um, uh, video so that you can see it and you can go on there, you can download their uh, stuff, you can buy their stuff, whatever, okay? The persecution of Messianic Jews by the Ultra-Orthodox is not a new phenomenon, but it has been increasing in recent years. What is interesting to point out is that their aggression is inadvertently, get this, inadvertently causing the growth of the body of Jewish believers in Jesus. When the secular Israeli Jew sees their aggression, they are drawn more to hear the gospel rather than side with the Ultra-Orthodox. We keep seeing a drastic change in the perception of Christianity in Israeli society. For example, just 10 years ago, it would be unheard of to say the full name of Jesus on national television. You wouldn't hear anybody say it. Instead, Israelis would use an acronym, Yeshu, invented by the rabbis that serves as a curse to Jesus. However, In the past few years, multiple Messianic Jews appeared on national Israeli television to educate the Israelis of his full name, Yeshua. And even though at those times the host of the TV show would allow the name to be said by those people, but not by themselves, they would continue to say El Yeshu, today the situation has changed. Last month, the Israeli Antiquities Authority produced a video about a newly discovered 17-year-old mosaic that has an inscription of the name of Jesus. The mosaic was discovered in the courts of the Megiddo prison, an excavation site a few miles from Tel Megiddo. We talked about that in the Prophecy Update some time ago. The place which is mentioned in the book of Revelation, which is Armageddon. What is so surprising is that the host of the video pronounced the name of Jesus in Hebrew in its full and correct form, Yeshua. You never would have seen this ever in Israel until just recently. The prison's warden spoke about how important this site is. The video host spoke about how incredible it was to find an inscription of Jesus' name and his title, God, or El, He also pointed out the significance of this mosaic being so close to Armageddon. He spoke about the prophecy of the last days, which will take place here. So they're talking about these things on national TV now. They have equated Yeshua. They first said his name on public TV, and they have equated him with God, El. It's rather marvelous what's going on in Israel, and we're seeing this happen. And guess what? Our sermon today actually speaks about exactly, exactly exactly what he sent me here so wonderful stuff I'll read you a couple titles that I did have articles on if you want to read them take the title and go find it on the internet from the Straits Times dope Francis sounds racism alarm as EU nationalists win big it's a great article go read it he is flipping out that the nationalist parties in the European elections won and they won big time he's flipping out from zero hedge genocide of Christians reaches alarming stage Go read the article, very good article. It's really going on in the world. If I have time, I'll read it to you next week. From Todd Starnes Baylor University prayer denounces straight white men. This is a uh, Christian university. The guy is wearing his little, uh, you know, gown or whatever that you're supposed to wear as a Christian uh, minister when you're talking to the graduates, and he was standing there belittling straight white men. It's disgusting what's going on in this world today. People are ashamed of their own color of skin, regardless of whether it's white or black or brown or red, whatever color of skin you have. Guess what? Acts 17, 28, 26 through 28 says that we all come from one blood. Okay? The color of your skin is based on... Does anybody know what, is, what the substance is in your skin that makes melatonin. your... Melatonin. Very good. Melanin Melanin. thank you yeah not melatonin thank you melanin that's exactly right That's all it is I got a little more melanin in me I got a little less melanin in me if I go out in the Sun I got a lot more all of a sudden or I'm getting uh, what do you call it skin cancer there you go from uh, Islam today From BBC, let's see here, Trump approves $8 billion Saudi weapons sale over Iran tensions and the Democrats flipped out over this one. Secretary of State Pompeo notified Congress of the admin's decision to make the sale. In a letter widely reported in U.S. media, he said that the Iranian malign activity required the immediate sale of weapons. Iran's activity poses a fundamental threat to the stability of the Middle East and to American security at home and abroad. Senior Democrat Senator Dianne Feinstein said the U.S. needed to rein in Saudi Arabia rather than hand it more weapons. Iran also reacted angrily to the U.S. move with Foreign Minister Mohammad Javad Zarif calling it extremely dangerous for international peace. Well, guess what? Radio Farda, next article. Iran says Zarif met but did not negotiate with guess who? diane feinstein iranian foreign ministry spokesman abbas mosavi says the meeting between foreign minister Mohammad javed zarif and senator diane feinstein which took place during zarif's recent visit to the united states was not tantamount to negotiation well i guarantee it was these democrats are trying everything they can to subvert our president and the gains that he has made against this wicked nation i'm going to tell you what the nation that does not solve the problem with Iran is the nation that will suffer because of it. I don't care what nation it is, where you are in the world, they have fingers everywhere. We've seen that in proxy Updates. They're all over South America. They're all over the place. They've got their proxies, Hezbollah going to this country and that country, and they need to be dealt with. And we have these communists, we've got these progressives, all of these people on the left that are trying to subvert our president, including by having deals cut right here with these people from Iran very sad stuff from the Jerusalem Post satellite images reveal Iran building border crossing to smuggle weapons Iran is building a border crossing between Iraq and Syria that will allow the smuggling of weapons raising concerns that it could expedite the transfer of weapons from Tehran to groups like Hezbollah the images taken by ISI this past week allegedly shown construction activity of permanent infrastructures 2.6 kilometers west of the official Al can't pronounce it some crossing border crossing between the two countries. While the border crossing has been inactive, the area is under the control of pro-Iranian Shiite militias who are handled by the IRGC's Quds Force and have been putting in work and resources into building a new active one. In one image, a new wide square has been under construction for the past three months and will probably be used as a storage compound for vehicles, equipment and possibly weapons. According to ISI's assessment, without Syrian supervision, Iranian allies in Lebanon and Syria such as Hezbollah get a logistic channel run by the Shiite Muslims and Iran. The foundation is part of the Iranian effort to establish the 1,200-kilometer land bridge from Tehran to the Mediterranean. Both Israel and the United States have warned that Iran and their proxy militias are the biggest threats to peace in the region and hope to weaken Iran's growing influence across the Middle East and Persian Gulf. My guess is this isn't This is just at the beginning, but they have identified this crossing that's being put in. They're trying to get it where they can smuggle stuff all the way across Syria. Israel will act. That will become uh, another crater in the uh, desert here shortly. That's my guess. From Zero Hedge, heavy fighting rips through Tripoli as Libya's General Haftar renews his offensive. Very important article. Fighting is once again ripped through the Libyan capital city in an ongoing renewed civil war between parallel governments in east and west of the country. General Haftar, who solidified control of eastern Libya over the past two years and swept through the south in January, is seeking full control over Tripoli, which would secure his hold of the entire country and its vital oil resources, of which he already controls a major chunk of in the east and south. He's long been described by many analysts as the CIA's man in Libya, given he spent a couple decades living in exile a few minutes from CIA HQ in Langley, Virginia, during Gaddafi's rule. Last month, the White House went from a position of nominal support for the UN-backed government in Tripoli, now under attack by Haftar, to openly backing Haftar for the first time. I think our president is getting bad information. I'll tell you about that in a second. A White House statement said Trump recognized Haftar's significant role in fighting terrorism and securing Libya's oil resources during a phone call with the renegade general. Other countries, like France and the UAE, are also significant backers of Haftar, with the latter coming under fire for shipping banned weapons to the Libyan warlord. Interestingly, General Haftar has just publicly accused the United Nations of seeking to partition in Libya in condemning his attempts to take the capital. Haftar accused the head of UN mission to Libya, Ghassan Salome, of not being impartial, while dismissing proposals for a ceasefire. Partition of Libya is maybe what our adversaries want. This is maybe what Qasem Salome also wants, Haftar said. However, the reality is that Libya descended into anarchy and warring factions across the four corners of the country the moment of its so-called liberation by the U.S. and NATO, which fought a regime change war against Muammar Gaddafi. Now, who was that that did that? That's right our previous president. The White House has lately cast the conflict brought on by Haftar's blitz across the country as part of ongoing counterterrorism efforts toward the end of achieving peace and stability in Libya. Now Haftar has been in the United States as it said for some years. He was right there by Langley. He was being fed information. He was feeding them information. That was during Gaddafi's rule. However, Haftar has been to Moscow quite a few times. I've highlighted that in previous updates. We have no doubt, because the Bible says that Libya is a part of what is coming against Israel in Gog Magog. We have now thrown our support behind Haftar because it's obvious that the government that is in Libya is going to be overthrown. Trump is hoping that he will be able to get his favor by doing this. And it's not going to happen. He's already, as all of them were, already working with the Russians. The Russians have just been waiting. Who is going to take lead in this battle? And when they take the lead, they will align with Russia. That is what's coming. That's a guess. It could be another 50,000 years before this comes about. I don't think so, okay? I think it's going to happen. It's going to be very soon, and they are going to align with Russia, along with Turkey, who is going with Russia, along with Persia, who is Iran, going along with Russia, along with the Sudan. All of these nations that are having this turmoil right now are going to align with Russia, and they will be coming against Israel. And I'd like to say something. A friend of mine sent uh, an article this past week, and I told him I disagree with it. And a lot of people send this to me, and I tell them I disagree with it. And that's fine. They can be wrong if they want, and I don't mind. But um, people will, from time to time, say that Gog Magog is not coming, and the reason why is because... um, Right now, it says in Ezekiel 38 and 39 that Israel is a uh, nation without walls, or this, uh, the villages are without walls, it basically says. And right now, there's walls in Israel, and so that is not speaking of the current time. That is incorrect. The walls in Israel are for the protection of Israel. There are, I've been to Israel. There are no cities with walls around them. None. All of the cities are open there. It is the borders. And then you've got the the Fakistinian enclaves. They're all walled in because that's their territory. Okay? If the Fakistinians want to come out of those enclaves, they have to go through a checkpoint, etc., and then they can get into the larger Israeli society. But there are in Israel, that is what it's speaking of in the book of Ezekiel. It is speaking of Israel. In Israel, there are no walled cities. Okay? So It could happen anytime. It could happen tomorrow. It's not going to because Libby isn't quite ready yet, but it's coming soon to a war near you. It may happen before the rapture. It may be the impetus for the rapture. It may be that while the world is focusing on this battle that we're taken out of here, or it may occur after the rapture. The timing is unknown, but this battle is coming, and it is coming soon. The players are being lined up. Okay, and then from the Ramadan bombathon, we're in day 28 today. On day 27, which was yesterday, 1 June, there were 148 attacks so far, 728 kills. All other religions? Zero. Zero. Thank you. From Mongolia today, from Com PACF to visit Mongolia Affirms Growing Partnership. General CQ Brown Jr., PACAF commander, met with senior leaders from Mongolia and the U.S. to seek opportunities to enhance cooperation and partnership with the Mongolian Air Force Command. Brown received the traditional gift of a horse from the Mongolian AFC during a visit to the. Chingisin huri Camp, south of Mongolia's capital. He had the honor of naming the horse to remain in the country to exemplify the enduring relationship between the two nations and the two air forces. In tribute to his home state of Texas and the state from which he now serves Hawaii, the general named the young horse Lone Star Koa. Koa is Hawaiian for warrior, so now there is a horse in Mongolia named Lone Star Koa. From Daniel 12 Technology today, from Science Alert. SpaceX just launched the first 60 of nearly 12,000 high-speed internet satellites. They're going to have 12,000 internet satellites up there. The SpaceX, the rocket company founded by Elon Musk, successfully launched its first five dozen Starlink telecommunication satellites. If all goes according to plan in the coming weeks, the new fleet of experimental spacecraft may pave the way for a global, ultra-fast, and lucrative Internet product, possibly within a couple of years. You won't need any of those lines going into your house anymore. They will be able to beam anywhere in the world, high-speed Internet, that fast. Talk about end-time stuff there. Revelation, everybody on the planet being able to watch the two witnesses in Jerusalem and say, how can that happen? There are people out in Papua New Guinea that don't have, you know, uh, electricity. How are they going to get the Internet? All you need to do is give them their cell phones and they can sit there and watch it right there from space. Wonderful stuff here. Anyway, it goes on. It says, um, the spacecraft were released about 273 miles above Earth, somewhere over the Indian Ocean, about halfway between Australia and Antarctica. Musk previously described the deployment as an odd yet efficient way to get five dozen spacecraft off a rocket. When a rocket launches many satellites at once, typically, a device at the top of the rocket's uppermost stage deploys them one by one with a complex and heavy spring-loaded mechanism. Mm-hmm. SpaceX launched one such mission in December, deploying a cornucopia of 64 satellites with one rocket. but. SpaceX issued that approach for an unusual one. It slowly spun the rocket's upper stage, then released its payload like an overhand baseball pitch, except instead of a baseball, it was an entire stack of flat-packed Starlink satellites. There are no deployment mechanisms between those spacecraft, so they really are slowly fanning out like decks of cards in space. I mean, technology is just taking off immensely. From mail online, AI spotted lung cancer better than expert radiologists study finds. I have no problem with AI if it's used for the right thing. I've said it a million times, technology is neutral. It's what we do with it, whether we use it for good or for bad. The system developed by Google and Northwestern was trained to read lung scans. It outperformed six radiologists when there were no previous scans to chart the growth. When there was prior imaging, it performed as well as the doctors. So if you've never been checked for lung cancer and you have it, you want AI to read it. If Uh, you have lung cancer and you want to check to see if it's come back or if it's grown or anything, then you're going to get the same result from AI or from a, what do you call it, a radiologist. So pretty interesting stuff there from Revelation Plagues today, lots of stuff on flooding. USA Today, Oklahoma, Arkansas City's brace for the worst flood in our history. This goes over the past seven days. <laughs> West Side Journal, Mississippi River breaks record set by great flood of 1927. Okay? They're saying, well, this is global warming and it's unprecedented. No, it happened in 1927. So there you go. Now, you just go back and look at history and the global warming myth or the whatever they want to call it today, uh, climate change, it's a lie. Okay? But it... Since 1927, this is it. Mail online, Midwest braced for more severe weather with warnings of record levels of flooding. Flash flood watches are in effect in parts of Wyoming, South Dakota and Minnesota. Illinois and Nebraska also on high alert for flooding as is northeastern Kansas. So it's all over the whole area. From CNN, every single county in Oklahoma, every county in Oklahoma is under a state of emergency. From the AP, rain intensifies flooding in saturated Arkansas and Oklahoma. What does all this mean? It's exactly what I've been talking about for the past couple weeks and I'll bring up in just another minute. From USA Today, slow motion disaster along Arkansas River. Every large community will see major flooding within seven to 10 days. Zero Hedge, here's why this is so important. Farm crisis, corn planting slowest on record. For this time of year. From Zero Hedge, crop catastrophe in the Midwest, latest USDA progress report signals nightmare scenario. The last 12 months have been the wettest in all of U.S. history, and this has created absolutely horrific conditions for U.S. farmers. Thanks to endless rain and historic flooding that has stretched on for months, many farmers have not been able to plant crops at all. And a lot of the crops that have actually been planted are deeply struggling. What this means is that U.S. agricultural production is going to be way, way down this year. The numbers are deeply alarming, they say, and they should serve as a wake-up call for all of us. The food that each one of us eats every day is produced by our farmers, and right now our farmers are truly facing a nightmare scenario. Unfortunately, the truth is that things are going to get worse global weather patterns are dramatically shifting and it isn't just in the United States where we are seeing widespread crop failures I would encourage you this is the guy writing the article to check out my previous article entitled floods and drought devastate crops all over the planet could a global food crisis be coming in that article I discussed the fact that Australia will actually be importing lots of wheat this year but normally it is one of the largest exporters of wheat in the entire world as crops fail all over the globe there will be a scramble for food and the wealthy Western nations have more money than anyone else it sounds exactly like something that you read in the final the 66th book of the Bible right it's coming soon to a disaster near you so I would ask everybody that is listening to this update if you have not called on Jesus if you got your head in the sand about him but you're excited about prophecy updates these prophecy updates are going to benefit you zero when you enter into the tribulation period because you will not be taken out when Christ comes for his people. Okay, yes, I'm a pre-trib rapture believer because guess what? That's what the Bible teaches. That's right. But I will say something. There are people that are constantly mid-trib and post-trib people. They're saying a secret rapture, meaning a pre, um, pre-trib rapture, or a secret rapture is never mentioned in the Bible. Well, guess what? Neither is a mid-trib or a post-trib. It's never mentioned. The fact that a rapture is mentioned is mentioned in the Bible, and then you have to properly handle the Bible in order to understand what Paul is saying. If you want to know the doctrine on that particular issue, I've got one of the previous prophecy updates that is called the timing of the rapture. If you can't find it, send me an email and I'll send you the link to it. It is correct. It is a pre-tribulation rapture. And guess what? God doesn't leave us to want to know maybe maybe i'm reading it wrong from the new testament because what has he done he's given us type and shadow in the old testament and i've got a sermon that i did on that particular issue if you want to see it send me an email and i'll send you the link it is a pre-trib rapture because that is what the lord has promised for his people he hasn't promised that he's going to leave us behind for a certain amount of time where we suffer he's going to take us out of here okay that's what the bible teaches I will keep you from the hour of testing that is coming upon the whole earth. Not from half of it, not from a part of it, but from it. Okay? Anyway, we'll go on. For morality today. The Hill. Video game addiction, now classified as mental health disorder by the World (coughs) Health Organization. Now that may be true and that may be a good choice of theirs. There are people that are addicted to all kinds of things, and so that may be a good choice. But if you want to know how flawed the World Health Organization is next article HRW new health guidelines propel transgender rights the World Health Organization approved a major change to its global manual of diagnosis that will greatly benefit transgender people around the world the World Health Organization governing body that represents 194 member states voted for new diagnostic guidelines that no longer describe gender nonconformity as a mental disorder. So we've got one new mental disorder, which is you're addicted to video games, but you got one taken off, which if you're a transgender or whatever, you are no longer considered mental. I don't know how you can be a mental category at one point and all of a sudden it's no longer a mental category. It always is. It's just become fashionable to be these things nowadays. Historically, many medical systems, including those supported by the World Health Organization, have categorized being transgender as a mental health condition, which it is. But an involving scientific understanding of gender and tireless advocacy by transgender activists around the world were crucial in bringing about this development. The new World Health Organization guidelines, the 11th revised version of the ICD, known as ICD-11, reframe gender identity disorders as gender incongruence, and move it from being listed with mental disorders to a chapter on sexual health. So now you're normal if you're abnormal. From Fox, welcome aboard MX. United Airlines now offering non binary gender options throughout all booking channels so if you want to be MX on your uh, ticket on United Airlines just tell them I'm not a guy or a girl and they'll call you MX United Airlines announced that it will now be offering non binary gender options throughout all of its booking channels allowing travelers to identify as male female undisclosed or unspecified and also providing the option of MX alongside Mr. and Mrs. in user profiles according to a press release United is determined to lead the industry in the LGBT inclusivity and we are so proud to be the first US airline to offer these inclusive booking options for our customers and all of them will follow suit within the next 37 minutes it's going to be just it's going to be chaos here in just a few minutes when we uh, go to book our particular flight to wherever we want to go from our other category today Fox News Chicago shootings more than 34 shot last week while we were here in church worshiping the Lord 34 shot five fatally during Memorial Day weekend CNN Texas just passed a bill to let people carry their handguns for a full week after natural disasters does anybody anybody think why they did that well, th- that's why they did. That's true, but that's not why why they did it. Okay, they had to have a reason for allowing people to do this. The reason why is because they say we don't want people to feel like they have to leave their guns behind. It's not fair for them to do that and have them ruined in the natural disaster, or somebody might break in and steal their guns. And so they use that as a a linchpin to allow people to carry their guns but it's actually to protect it's exactly what you said so there's a why and there's a why why but I am behind Texas in that decision good decision from zero hedge they're back 3d printed guns are unstoppable and here to stay an entirely decentralized network of self-defense rights advocates have taken to the internet to provide plans for 3d printed guns it looks like the 3d guns are unregulatable and unstoppable. They're anonymously sharing blueprints and advice while simultaneously building an unstoppable community. Unlike previous attempts to popularize 3D printed guns, this newer operation is entirely decentralized. There's no HQ, no trademarks, and no real leader. Those behind it already understand that this means they cannot be stopped by governments and their laws or regulations. I know you may not agree with that, I personally do. We have a second amendment in this nation. The others don't. They can have their own problems, but we have a right to our weapons in this nation. So that's where I stand on that issue. From K-O-I-N. Oh, you know on the front door we have a little label. Does anybody know what that label is? It's a coffin with a gun in it. It's a coffin with a gun in it. Right on the front door of the superior (laughs) word. As a matter of fact, I might take this home. because up Here, maybe they can see that. There's our coffin and gun. If that one ever gets pulled off, we got another one to put on the front door. So there you go okay uh, let's see here koin would be robber with hatchet stops and leaves when clerk pulls gun. yeah the incident at oak grove plaid pantry was captured on surveillance video the video shows a man walk into the store around 1 a.m. walk up to the counter and pull a 12 inch hatchet from his pants he shows it to the clerk who then pulls out a gun as the clerk picked up the phone to call 911, the robber slid the hatchet across the counter, put up his hands and said, I'm sorry, I'll leave. He then ran out of the store. From 247, store clerk fired after pulling gun in self-defense. Yes, that guy got fired for defending himself. It's absolutely crazy. Mail online, family of Guatemalan woman, 20, who was shot dead by a U.S. Border Patrol agent last year, demand $100 million in damages. She's coming into this country illegally. She gets herself killed, and now the family is suing America for $100 million. And guess who's behind it? Yes, the legal claim submitted by the ACLU on behalf of Claudia Patricia Gomez-Gonzalez has been filed one year since she died. Gonzalez crossed the U.S. border and... Texas in May 2018, along with other migrants who were confronted by a border patrol agent. The agent opened, fired, and killed her. U.S. Customs and Border Protection said that Gonzalez was one of a member of the group that rushed the agent and ignored orders to get on the ground. A whole group. When you are a border agent and you've got a gun in your hand and 25 or 30 people are running at you, your life is now in jeopardy and you defend yourself. And you shoot, and it, she happened to be the one to get shot, and I'm sorry that she died, but that was not his fault. It was their fault for being there in the first place, and then for rushing an armed officer. The claim says Gomez Gonzalez was unarmed, so what? Imposed no threat, untrue to anyone, as would have been the obvious from the slightest glance. When you got all these arms that you w- flailing about, you have no idea. You have no idea. As a matter of fact, I want four of you to start running towards me, and we'll see if I can tell which one of you is armed. It no. wouldn't happen. It would never happen, Okay. Anyway, mail online. Federal judge blocks Trump from building sections of his border wall, I know you saw this, with money secured under his declaration of a national emergency. Everything this man has done has been overthrown, and guess what? I just wanted to know, so I checked. Anytime they do one of these articles, they put the guy's name. They don't ever say anything more about him, so I take the name, and I put it in the Internet, and I find out who he is. He is a BO appointee. There you go. So they they are doing everything to stop this man. If they would just leave him alone, this nation would have been turned around by now. I'll say something about the order border issue before I go on. One of my good friends emailed me this past week, and he said, um, you know, you should separate politics from uh, the prophecy news on your update. And, well, he's he's right. You don't want to talk too much politics, but he said you should do that and just have the, the and I said, I want you to know something, because he was talking about this issue of illegal immigration. I said, this is one of the highest prophecy-related issues that we have, and that's why I keep bringing it up, is because this is where were the nations established in the Bible in Genesis chapter 10 the table of nations and then in Deuteronomy chapter 32 it says this and I told him this and afterward he said thank you for explaining that because now I see where you stand on this position and this is somebody you and I both know several of us in here know him, and He's a wonderful person you love him I love him but he just didn't understand why he was bringing this issue up again and again here you go Deuteronomy 32 It says right here in verse 8 when the Most High divided their inheritance to the nations when he separated the sons of Adam he set the boundaries of the peoples according to the number of the children of Israel how many people came from Israel down into Egypt it's listed twice it's listed in Genesis and Exodus what 70 very good you got it missed by 20 but that, that was close good job mom it was 70 How many nations are listed in the table of nations in Genesis chapter 10? One more chance. 70. I gave her every opportunity in the world. 70 and 70. And I read you the verse. He separated the nations according to the sons of Israel. Okay. I know there are other texts that say of the angels of God. Some of them say uh, this and that. But. The correct rendering is the sons of Israel. One, oh, one of them says the sons of God. Well, guess who Israel is? They're the sons of God, right? Until they were set aside by the Lord, and now the people in the church are the sons of God. We're called that like 400 times in the Bible. Okay, so the Lord set the nations. This is an attack not on the sovereignty of the United States so much as it is an attack against God, against his structure of this world and it is a setting up of the end times, the one world government, the one world religion, the one world monetary system. This is what this is. This is globalists promoting this, including Dope Francis, trying to get these borders down. Because once they have them down, they have complete control over you and me and everything we think and do. This has nothing to do with people wanting to be free from their country. If it did, they would walk over the border to Mexico where there's really good jobs and a lot of open space and they got, you can go buy a place on the beach in Mexico for nothing and live like a king. That has nothing to do with it. They want to tear down America because we are the problem in this world. Understand your Bible, understand prophecy, and you'll understand that even though everything is politics in the world, politics goes directly towards religion, specifically meaning the Bible okay so there you go I won't say my friend's name because I'm not here to embarrass him but he he wanted to know I explained it and he felt confident that I was correct after that okay so we'll go on Zero Hedge which US states have the worst roads California. California. I got a lot of comments here I'm going to read you the top states and uh, then you tell me the common denominator Rhode Island California Hawaii Connecticut New Jersey Oklahoma, New Mexico, West Virginia, Massachusetts, and then three, one of them that may not be liberal, Mississippi, I don't know, Pennsylvania, and that's it. Washington State, those are those are the ones. I, I, that was, yeah, they're all, they're all liberal with maybe the exception of Oklahoma and Mississippi. I don't know the, uh, the makeup of those, but all of the rest of them are liberal states. You want bad roads? Vote in Democrats. That's what you're going to get because they fritter things away in the wrong way. They don't take care of the infrastructure. They allow people to jump over turnstiles and not pay for the uh, train that they're going on. But you can't have a cell phone and be walking with it anymore. Okay, you can't have a Slurpee there anymore. Or plastic straw. Or plastic straw. That's right. Oh, I d- watched a great PragerU video a couple days ago about that. There were some people in San Diego, somewhere, I think it was San Diego, and they had a table full of plastic straws and bottled water, and they were saying, anybody want uh, bottled water and plastic straw? And they made a great comedy out of it, and people were enjoying it. It was really a fun video, so it's four or five minutes long, Prager video, go watch the plastic straw video. Pretty good stuff. Okay, Mail Online. This is. Listen, I know this has nothing to do with prophecy, okay? But this is my update, and I enjoy this, so I'm going to say this. Mail online. Sub, which once sunk three Japanese subs in 76 hours during the Second World War. Does anybody know what happened to it? It takes to the water again after flash flooding in Oklahoma refloats the historic vessel. The USS Batfish once sunk three Japanese Imperial submarines in just 76 hours. After World War II, it was repurposed as a training sub until 1952. At the height of the Korean War, the battle-tested sub was called back into action. It was finally mothballed in 1969 and saved from the scrap heap by U.S. veterans. Nearly 50 years after it last floated, The Arkansas River has brought it back to life. Isn't that wonderful? I just get chills reading that kind of stuff. Zero Hedge, CNN lays off staffers after massive ratings drop. (laughs) The funny thing about that is the week before they said it's not true, it's all a lie, you don't believe that story, and then a couple days later they did what they said was a lie. From Fox, 10 best beach towns to retire in in the United States, number two is? Sarasota, Florida, there you go got a Lesserick here for you the Bible must be out of date if marriage is up for debate the pastor can choose and God's word will lose its victory for the reprobate okay that's from one of the articles that I cut out today because of uh, Voitenko news service but I gave you the title go read the article and then you can enjoy the Lesserick all the more okay from our irony this week we have it's all his fault Mail Online Intoxicated Woman 54 is arrested after asking a 911 operator how to kill her 76 year old boyfriend because hitting him five times with a VCR tape and trying to strike him with a leaf blower battery failed to end his life. So she called 911 and said, How do I kill this guy? Yes, it's all his fault. And then from Mail Online, wife tries to frame her cheating husband by calling cops. To report fake burglary but ends up being arrested on drug charges but it's all his fault such as the world we live in so from Sarasota Florida to Ulaanbaatar Mongolia I'm Charlie Garrett this is the superior word and that is your prophecy update for the week